You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. If we put the Indianapolis Colts under the knife, what will we see? A pretty bad football team. Their win total at BetMGM is six and a hook. Juice to the over, minus 130. The under is plus 110. To win the AFC South, the Colts are plus 550 behind the Titans at plus 325. And the Jags at minus 155 to make the playoffs. Indianapolis, yes, plus 350. No, a lot of minus money. Minus 450. They went 4-12-1 and last season. Chelsea, let's go back in time for a second before we move forward. Do you remember for just a hot second last year? Actually, it wasn't a hot second. It was eight games when the Colts fired Frank Reich. Terrible decision, by the way. And they brought mm-hmm. in Jeff Saturday. And I looked up this quote from Jim Ursay at the time. Because Jeff Saturday, who was very personable, very likable, hell of an NFL player, but had zero head coaching experience. And people said, what are you doing? Why are you hiring this guy? And Jim Ursay at the time said this, you want to bet against this guy? Put your money down, people. Love to see it. Well, the Colts went 1-7 under Jeff Saturday. And remember when they beat the Raiders and everyone for like one week it was calling him Jeff Sunday? <laughs> so oh, ridiculous. No. Jeff Sunday. Yeah. 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 Well, now. It, it, <laughs> go ahead. I was just going to say that that time is over. I don't want to bag on Jeff Saturday. But those days are over. Shane Steichen is the head coach now. And he is the former offensive coordinator of the Philadelphia Eagles. And he will have Anthony Richardson out of Florida with whom to work. When you look at the Colts, there's not a lot there. They have a lot of work to do. But Anthony Richardson. Richardson, I will say, more than any other player, I think, in the draft is the most fascinating. He only had 13 career starts with the Gators. 13! That's it. But he is such a physical specimen. 6'4", 244 pounds, set all sorts of records at the NFL Combine, ran a 4'4", 340-yard dash. And I remember someone in the organization was saying, we did not want someone to take him and then look back and say, we could have had him. So they are rolling the dice in a big way on a great athlete. Maybe not a great quarterback yet, but a superior athlete. Oh, for sure. That's why I think the Indianapolis Colts could be the most volatile team in the entire NFL this season. They're either going to be really bad, or they're going to get something from Anthony Richardson to make them incredible. Because I'll say this about the new coaching hire. I really like it. Shane Steichen seems to fit the bill. His resume fits perfectly for what the Mm -hmm. Colts are trying to accomplish this year. They have a young quarterback who is a dual threat, who they want to mold into a great quarterback. Shane Steichen did that with Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also, even before that, he worked with Justin Herbert and turned him into the rookie of the year. Now, granted, there is a ton of talent between Justin Herbert 
and Jalen Hurts. And I'll say this about Jalen Hurts as well. He had over a thousand pass attempts in college before he even got to the NFL. So that's why I think that it's going to be a rough go to start for Anthony Richardson because this guy only had Mm -hmm. 399 pass attempts in college. So he has just doesn't have the experience that Jalen Hurts had. But if Jonathan Taylor plays, which right now is a big question mark, uh, we would assume he plays at least for part of the season. You combine a very mobile dual threat quarterback and Anthony Richardson with Mm -hmm. Jonathan Taylor. And it's going to look very similar to the offense that the Eagles ran that was probably the most prolific running offense in the NFL last season. So I think the hire is spot on. They're going to try to run that offense that the Eagles ran. And we saw what the Eagles did last year. They made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But I do think it's going to take some time. I don't think this is going to be an overnight project. And I think the Colts know that. I think they know that Anthony Richardson is a fixer-upper. But he has an unlimited potential because he is bigger, he is stronger, he is faster than Jalen Hurts when it comes to running ability. The question mark is can he complete a pass? Because even in college, completion percentage of like 53%, it's not good. But it's an experiment for sure. But they have the potential over the next few years to actually be a really good team. Yeah, he's got good bones. Isn't that what they say about fixer-uppers? He's got good bones. You know, if we strip away to the course, guy's got good bones. Mm-hmm. He he is an incredible athlete, but you're absolutely right. And there was a lot of criticism regarding Jalen Hurts and his inability to pass when he got to the NFL. But he was already right. at that time leaps and bounds ahead of Anthony Richardson. And one thing I love about Jalen Hurts, because I think you and I both said, it's hard not to root for Jalen Hurts. He seems like such a good dude. But he, in the offseason, would work with Tom House, very famous throwing coach. He knew this was a deficiency in his game and said, okay, I have to get better, and he has. Anthony Richardson has even more work to do. He doesn't have the benefit of experience in the NFL yet where he can go work with someone else because he's coming straight out of college. But I do think we're going to see, as you mentioned, some plays straight out of that Jalen Hurts playbook, which is early on in Jalen Hurts' career, design runs on a regular basis. We will see that from Anthony Richardson as well as he learns to pass in the NFL. Hell of a risk. I do get it. You mentioned Jonathan Taylor. Hey, he can lean on Jonathan Taylor. Can he? We think so. Played in only 11 games last year, 861 yards, four touchdowns, but had ankle surgery in March. He's making just over $4 million this season, as we know. He wants more. Jim Ursay says, no, I'm not going to give it to you. I'm going to sit on my luxury bus and chill for a while and look at my guitar collection, which I'm going to bring up later on in the show. So what is going to happen here? Do you think this ends up working itself out, Chelsea, or is this – mini blow up between Jonathan Taylor and Jim Ursay going to become a thing for a while. I think it's going to be a thing for at least a little bit, but yeah. in the in the long term, this is why I feel like running backs don't have much to stand on because their careers are so short. You know, think about the time. Time's ticking for all of these running backs because once you hit a certain age or one, once you hit a certain amount of yards in the NFL, people want to throw you away. And that's just kind of the nature of the game. So I'm not sure if he has enough leveraging power here. We'll see. And we'll see how willing he is to miss some time. Um, 
I feel like he ends up playing. Like, I think that's just my personal opinion. I don't know. I don't know the guy personally, but it just feels like the Colts have more bargaining chips at their disposal to where they can say, oh, well, you think you're hurt? Well, we're going to put you on whatever. The non-injury injured list or whatever it is. There are little tricks around what he is Mm -hmm. doing that the Colts can kind of pull their levers and be like, okay, well, you're not going to get paid. So I think in the end, it's probably going to be the Colts that win this tug of war. But mm-hmm. I'm just wondering how long it's going to take. This reminds me of getting laid off is what this reminds me of. Because, you know, you accomplish a certain amount. You can put down what you've done on paper. But at the end of the day, you have to get paid at some point. And I remember at one point I was taking any job I could get. And I was writing not reviews. I was writing gambling, factual gambling articles for European websites. And I'm like, wait a second, I've done this and this and this. And it was like, here's the pay, man. Here's what it is. So do you want to get paid or not? And at the end of the day, I need to get paid. Jonathan Taylor is the same way where I think ultimately you can't sit out when you're a young guy. You got to make your money. You got to take the $4 million. I'm not saying it's fair. He deserves more, but that's just where we are in the NFL. Yeah, I think so too. But the thing is, if he plays in this offense and Anthony Richardson can you know, be mm-hmm. somewhat good in his first year, they can have a really good offense. I think at least mm-hmm. they have that potential. So it should be exciting for Jonathan Taylor to work with a new offensive coordinator who has, uh, or not an offensive coordinator, a head coach who was once an offensive coordinator that orchestrated some really prolific rush attacks. So maybe there's something in it for Jonathan Taylor in that regard. I do think it makes it a lot harder on the rest of the team if he doesn't play. But are there any bets for the Colts that you especially like? Because I think I would lean towards the under on their win total. But again, they have such a high ceiling. If Anthony Richardson can figure things out, that's what makes me nervous uh, about their win total because it is very low at six and a half. I will say this. If you're looking for a lot of value, Shaq Leonard as defensive player of the year is 80 to one right now. Remember, this is a three-time All-Pro Played in only three games last year because of back surgery. And he now says this is the best he's felt in a long time. He also says this, and I love this quote. There's been so many times where I'm thinking, will I ever be back to 53? Will I ever be back to the maniac? I didn't even know he was named the maniac, but he calls himself the maniac. And this guy has the skill set to do it. They were ranked 15th in total defense last year. So at 80 to 1, I'll take a flyer on that. Well, he's the most important part of their defense. And we saw the huge gaping hole that um, had to be filled when he was not there. They do have a good defensive line, too, with DeForest Buckner. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there are things to like on the defense as well, but we'll just have to see if it's going to be a train wreck year or a year where they surprise some people. you have a nickname, Chelsea? Because I'd like to do an impression of you saying, will I ever get back to being nickname? Well, everybody calls me Chelsea, but that's not my name. That's just what people call me because they don't know how to pronounce Chelsea. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.